1: Radio. You're on 910 AM. I am Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. And uh, for our second hour here, we will uh, expand beyond the Los Angeles uh, Auto Show. Had uh, a great week out there. Uh, hope you enjoyed uh, the first hour. Uh, but a lot, a lot going on uh, elsewhere in the country, uh, particularly down in Ohio, uh, where the Akron NSX uh, is produced in Marysville, Ohio, just northwest of Columbus. And uh, that car is one of only two supercars made in this country. The other, of course, is the Chevy Corvette uh, down in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And the Acura NSX uh, wound up production uh, this week. Uh, the last uh, build of 350 cars, the Acura Type S rolled off the line, uh, down there in Marysville, and I had a chance to go down uh, and, and get a look at the manufacturing process uh, of that remarkable car. I also reviewed it in the Detroit News. Uh, you can find it there. You can also find an uh, intensive uh, uh, story on the production of that vehicle, uh, a small production vehicle, but still using uh, state-of-the-art robotics uh, a lot more hands-on, a lot more hand-build uh, in a vehicle with a smart, small uh, volume. Really fascinating to go through that plant. So I'll be talking with John Okada at the top of the hour here. He's the marketing manager for Acura, and he has been with this car since its inception. It's really redefined the brand. Uh, as we were talking earlier in the program, the Acura Integra is now one of the cars of the year uh, in the uh, North American Car of the Year. Competition, uh, that owes a lot to the fact that Acura introduced this Acura NSX supercar back in 2017. So, uh, fascinating conversation uh, with John Ikeda. Uh And then I will also be talking with Dan Calhoun about another Honda Acura product, the Honda Civic Type R. Uh, really highly anticipated vehicle. This is the most capable uh, Honda Civic on the market, the most capable Honda on the market, for that matter. Uh, I, I uh, tested it out in Sonoma Raceway uh, last week, uh, um, and a uh, really amazing car. Dan Calhoun's product manager will be talking to him in the second segment and then winding up the show with a couple Best of Car Radio interviews with Dane Cameron, uh, Porsche racing driver down at Daytona, and Scott McLaughlin who visited this year uh, at the Detroit Auto Show uh, recently. Uh, so lots to get to here. Uh, in the second hour, but let's uh, let's jump off with John Akeda, who is the Acura uh, marketing manager down in Marysville at the Acura NSX production facility.
0: All right, this is Henry Payne with nine ten AM, the Super Station, hanging out in the Performance Manufacturing Center down in Marysville, Ohio. Um, just a, a, a great place to be any day you can be at a manufacturing plant. And this is a very special manufacturing plant because it was built to make the Acura NSX supercar, one of two supercars made in the United States. The other is Corvette down Bowling Green, Kentucky. We're here with John Ikeda, who is, give me, uh, make sure I got the title right, John, your brand manager.
2: Acura brand officer at the moment. Yes, that's who I am. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, uh for all of Acura and uh but Acura only sells in the United States so uh John's got some superiors over in Japan but this is really Acura's backyard right here in uh in Ohio and John you um A lot of exciting news in Acura. You've been integral in that in the last few years. Uh, But it kind of starts here with the Acura NSX, doesn't it? This this is really redefining
2: the modern brand. Yes, uh, uh, this vehicle has been such an important part of our revamping of the brand Uh, we I went over to sell side back in 2015. <laughs> I 25 years as the designer, uh, but uh, yes, it just you know, to be here today uh, talking about the last of the second generations going through I was here when we opened up this factory and uh, to start building these incredible cars but uh, it is our halo vehicle. It's been a guiding light for us to re- rejuvenate the brand and it's it's been a very, very successful endeavor. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah you've seen the, the DNA of this car, trickled down through everything from the MDX SUV, which used a similar uh, rear motor uh, to this car, down to the, obviously, the Integra, sort of the, the starter car, the entry entry drug to the Acura brand. But but uh, this is a bit of an entry drug for you, too, right? When you were coming out of school back in the late 1980s, the very
2: first Acura NSX caught your eye. Oh, no, yeah, I mean back in 89 i was coming out of school at art center in pasadena and uh, you know you're 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 a student you don't know which brand you're going to be fortunate enough to work with but uh yeah seeing that nsx back then and what it was all about it was you know who makes this kind of stuff and integra as you name it you know back then in the heyday in the 90s early 90s uh honda acura were very very strong and uh that vehicle definitely caught my eye and uh, it was very special and I think, you know, that's what the NSX really is for our company. It's always been Gen 1 or Gen 2. It's kind of a halo vision uh, setting of the direction for the people in, 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 in within our company. As well as to showcase what we're capable of doing, and uh, yeah, it definitely caught my eye, and, and uh, I'm proud to say I've been with uh, Honda for over 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: it's a, yeah, it's kind of a cool circle for you. Yeah,
2: coming into the company as a designer back then,
0: uh, uh, Senna and Prost, I think, were yeah. at it uh, on the Honda team in Formula One. Uh, I think you went to Suzuka as part of the trip. Did you Did you ever see Senna drive
2: this? Uh, drive the original Gen One NSX? There's some famous videos out there. No, I mean those are all parts of you know that that draws a kid in going oh my god it's Ayrton and uh, the interesting story uh, with Ayrton uh, sent tuning the vehicle if you will you know to discuss you know how we could do better with that vehicle uh, I remember taking the uh, show car uh, of the Gen 2 to Sao Paulo and we were showing it at the uh, uh, Brazilian all the show down there, and uh, a lot of Brazilian journalists came in and they were asking, "Who is the pilot that's tuning this vehicle?" Because in their eye, the NSX is a Brazilian supercar, you know. Because of course, Senna is to everyone around the world, including uh, for us at Honda. But uh, I said, "There's only one Senna, okay?" But uh, there's a lot of capable people that are doing their best to live up to that standard. Yeah.
0: So then, uh, so then, take us back to the the beginning of this car. Uh, as you say, this is the last of the run. There are about 3,000 production models. You're making, we're standing in front of a of a NSX Type S, which is the last run, 350 uh, models. But take us back
2: uh, to, to the beginning of this particular car, uh, what you're trying to do with it. Well, I think what's important, once again, the NSX is a halo vehicle for our company. It allows us to showcase our innovation. I think you have to give credit to the heads of states at the moment. They saw this electrified business coming in the future. Future, it wasn't too far away and we're talking about electric vehicles all right and uh, we're number one engine builders in the world so we're trying to figure out what is the world like without our engine vehicles but at the heart of everything we do at honda and acura you know it's, we're a fun to drive company and i think this vehicle and the challenge that was brought down was Is there fun to drive to be had in an electrified uh, future? And uh, this car has taught us so much that uh, with its torque vectoring, all the things that we could do through software and through electric motors, we learned so much from this car. It gave everyone within the company confidence to go forward and to continue to do what we do best, which is to create fun to drive vehicles.
0: Yeah, have a radically different car than the first uh, than the the first gen uh, NSX. you mentioned the hybrid element. Uh, you can hear in the, in the background. I mean, this may be an electrified car, but uh, this is still very much uh, an ICE with a twin-turbo V6. We're here in that uh, in the validation area as they're testing that. Um, but but uh, the other interesting thing is is when you you took this car to the track in GT3 form, then you have to strip the hybrid element out, right?
2: Yeah, at the moment, you know, we're Honda, we're Acura, so we have to go racing. I mean, just racing is in our blood. Everything that we do, from a we will we'll race anything, you know, that's just who we are. And so uh, there wasn't a, a format to put this hybrid car out there to race, compete with. And so we went into IMSA, the GTP program. We took the electronics off, but uh, this vehicle is obviously very capable, <laughs> just with an engine and, and, and uh, the twin-turbo engine that we have. But uh, we won two championships in IMSA, uh, 19 and 20 in the GTD race. And I'm happy to say I just got back from the Petit Le Mans race over the weekend. After all these years, uh, private team, Grady Racing, with the, the pro driver, you know, they got uh, Mario Faumbacher, who I call the NSX Whisperer. <laughs> he knows how to drive this car, and uh, we won at uh, the prestigious Petit Le Mans race just over the weekend. So uh, this car continues to give, and it continues to make us proud and uh, showcase what we're doing. Well, the horns work on that car. Start validating the horn. Yes, it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, a, a testament to the car. Seven years uh, out there on the IMSA GT3 circuit, still winning uh, 10-hour races uh, down in Rhode Road Atlanta in privateer hands. Um, so in, in this factory, I mean, it's cool to come through this factory because it's old school in a way. I mean, there are a lot of robots in here, but there are also a lot of employees, a lot, a lot of uh,
2: uh, hand-built. Tell, tell me what, uh, what the purpose of this PMC facility was. Well, PMC, you know, to... As you know, at Honda, you know, quality is just number one important thing for us to make sure that the cars are built quality with quality. And the NSX heightens it to another level. Obviously, the volumes that we're talking about is a lot less, so we're testing new technologies, new ways of doing things. One, but at the same time, like you said, there's a lot of hands-on, old-school type things that we have to do. Uh, whether it's you know sanding, you know, all of the hand sanding and, and, and preparing all these things for paint and you know, torquing every nut, you know, that we do by hand, and, and these technicians here uh, that put these cars together are just incredible, and they're, they're passionate, and uh, it's a lot of hands-on. Yeah. yeah, it's the best of the best here in Honda. We're right next
0: to the big plant uh, uh, here in Marysville that makes uh, Hondas and, and Integras. That's interesting to me that uh, Integra is being made alongside Honda Accord, because that's on a, uh, its architecture is more si- similar to Civic.
2: Yeah, it's just- you know, at, at the end of the day all of our factories, you know, the the, the standards are Honda. So yeah, whatever line that we, we come through, we all have the right targets to do the best that we can. I will say, you know, the interesting about PMC here is, uh, you know, our history with Formula One and and making our engineers better and things like that. And they go from, you know, working on F1 cars back to the engineering staff back in Tochigi. Uh, They might come to Ohio, but uh, I I really feel like this PMC and and the way these people, these technicians come through here, they rotate in and they might go back and, and take all that you know, goodness and learning and apply to a production vehicle just ups the game all the way around for us. So uh it's very Honda. It's very typical of what we might do, but uh, it helps us uh, create, you know, cars that that we really could be proud of all the way through.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I say, only the, the only one of two supercars made uh, here in North America, and it's right here in the shadow of a volume Honda Accord uh, Acura plant. Uh, last question for you: We're, we're, we're standing in front of, uh, uh, of of one of the last of 350 uh, Type S models. Uh, the last one will roll off the line, November 17th, and the run.
2: What makes what makes the Type S special as the last NSX? Well, it's, you know, the NSX is special, but every time we put that S badge on it, uh, it heightens the performance aspects of it a little bit more, and uh, this car is no different. And we wanted to go out with the bang, if you will. And uh, once again, I can't say enough about the car, the Type S branding, all of that got put in behind this energy that this brought. This car brought for us. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is I'm standing here with you, but on the back wall, you got that, beautiful American like, huge one on uh yeah it's it's a uh... It's, it's an American supercar, You know, it was uh, designed and developed here. Obviously, our, our friends in Japan supported with the engine and everything else that comes too. But uh, I got to experience the process of development with this vehicle while I was still over on the uh, R&D side of things. But uh, it's something that we're really proud of. And uh, it's kind of sad for me a little bit to see this wind down a little bit. But uh, who knows? You know, the PMC is here. It's a, what I call the dream factory. We'll continue to do fun things here, no doubt.
0: Yeah. yeah, and lots of exciting stuff coming from uh, Acura, like an Integra Type S, so lots to look forward to. Johnny Kata, uh, brand yeah. boss for Acura, thanks for
2: joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Harry.
3: IRS, three letters that strike fear into everyone, and for a good reason. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth, and being in debt to the IRS can have serious consequences. Oftentimes, it begins with the IRS sending you a collection letter and then escalates. And before you know it, they're garnishing your paychecks, seizing your bank accounts, even your home or business could be at risk. But thankfully, there's Optima Tax Relief, America's number one most trusted tax relief firm. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Their tax professionals have the expertise and experience to help you put your tax debt to rest. Call now and get your free consultation today. Call 800-928-0199.
4: 800-928-0199. 800-928-0199. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
3: The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and Inspired? You need the Word Network.
5: 9 today, the Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with their 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at mikez at wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads.
4: Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone.
0: All right, this is Henry Payne for 9:10 a.m. the superstation having a good day at the office. I'm in, uh, sitting in the paddock of Sonoma Raceway in a Honda Civic Type R. Pinch me. Doesn't get much better than that. I'm sitting here with uh, Dan Calhoun, who's the product manager for the whole Civic line. But this is the summit. This is the uh, what all us motorheads uh, uh, wait for whenever a generation Civic is introduced. Uh, this is the second generation Type R to come in the United States. It's a sensational car. Uh, Dan, uh, uh, welcome to the program, and and uh, maybe you can you can dial the uh, clock back to the first 11th generation civic
7: and then how we got here with the type r Oh, sure um thanks for being having me here um yeah the whole 11th gen civic has been it's been quite a journey so a little over a year ago we basically started out with the the sedan um shortly after that we brought in the uh the hatchback and then not too long after that, the SI, but every time we were doing that, all I heard was, when's Type R, when's Type R, when's Type R coming? So, you know, we've had great reviews, great success with all of the cars, and now to hear what you alluded to earlier, the pinnacle of, and I look at Civic as a brand in itself. So, basically, the, the, the uh, kind of the pinnacle, the, the, the Civic brand, the Type R, which is, you know, you're having the chance to drive here today, so
0: and when you when you when you set out on a journey with a new generation car uh, I guess the 11th generation is not uh, quite as total a, uh, a remake as the 10th gen was I mean this is kind of kind of uh, uh, an evolution of the 10th gen car but still a very very good car you know that the type R is coming uh, what do you have to do to to, uh, to the base chassis to prepare for a vehicle like this that's going to be uh, so high performance
7: well you know the funny thing is is the base chassis is is basically off of the hatchback and it even was with the previous gen so the the whole idea is when they're developing the type R they start kind of with the mindset that the, the the base car is going to be the foundation for the hatchback so the team you know goes into and which I think speaks volumes for the for the hatchback itself because that car is the ultimately the foundation for the type R so and again the team is just constantly looking to improve upon you know the, the tension was such a great car and to your point, we made a lot of changes, um, maybe not as dramatic, but everything we did was to make the car even better in every way.
0: Yeah, and, and you, we're sitting in, in uh, the front seat of a Type R now. I mean, you notice this in all the Civics is, is just a huge uh, upgrade in the interior of the car, uh, the signature honeycomb dash, but everything is digital now. I mean, I people talk about the EV revolution, the electric vehicle revolution, but I, I find the electronics in a lot of ways have transformed cars, Uh, uh, more than we've uh, more than we've seen a long while in the last 10 years
7: yeah it's 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 interesting Uh, you kind of go back and forth but even though the 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 great thing about this car is even though it's the especially on the 10.2 inch digital full digital display it really has kind of a throwback look to it with kind of a round look to the gauges and the white what the white um, um, numbers it's just there is a sense of like Going back to, to having kind of that um, traditional look and feel to it, so it's not overly digital, it's not overly electronic, and it's very the, the great thing about Civic is it's very well laid out. You know, you recognize things that we call like instantaneous recognition and ease of use, which is really important when you have not just driving the Type R, but in every Civic in general, because it's really are they are drivers car, drivers car, and that's what's so great about having these, you know, things that are really easy to read, they're right there, you know, instantaneous recognition, but it's very very simple and clean also.
0: Yeah, well, and and that's what I like. About- About this uh, segment of car, I mean, uh, uh, we call them hot hatches. Uh, To me, this is the most well-rounded car segment in the industry. Um, uh, You've got uh, uh, VW Golf GTI is sort of credited starting the uh, starting the segment back in the 1980s, but you've got uh, any number of manufacturers have come in here Subaru WRX uh, the v- VW golf GTI and has evolved with the golf R Ford was in here for a little for a little while with the uh, focus ST. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a wonderfully utilitarian segment. I mean, you can you can take this thing to an autocross, and put all your race
7: tires in the back hatch. Yeah, it really is. I mean, people don't realize the you know the versatility of hatches. I think sometimes in the U.S. hatches have a little bit of a. a kind of a bum rap I think because it goes back maybe to at one time I think hatches were kind of considered maybe a a lower-end car but but these hatches are really phenomenal I mean you can still get the great driving dynamics of a of a sports car or of a sedan you have the extra versatility and and you don't realize that even though you have a larger trunk on a car sometimes you can't fit things through the opening so even though the trunk's huge the opening is an issue but when it comes to the hatchback I mean I have a son who has all of his gear and all of his things and that hatchback is so easy and accessible Pop it in, pop it on, throw your things in, and also you get to enjoy, you know, you don't have to go to an SUV. You get to have the joy of driving your car, yeah. which is really important, I think.
0: Yeah, Americans do seem to love hatches, as long as it's got SUV in front of it. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, they're not as enamored in a compact, but this says every bit the utility uh, that an SUV does, but it's got a lo- lower center of gravity and, and just, just a riot to, to uh, drive around a track uh, like we're doing here in Sonoma, or, uh, or an autocross, which is sort of a natural habitat for these. Uh, these small cars. Um, I, I, I misspoke uh, a moment ago in, in, in suggesting that the Subaru WRX is a, is a hot hatch. It is not a hatch. That is a, a sedan. So plays in this segment. Uh, you have, you've had Mazda come in with a with a, with a hatchback. And what's interesting is, you've, is is as this segment has evolved, you've seen more all-wheel drive variants, like the Mazda 3 Turbo, like the VW Golf R. You guys have stuck to the front wheel. The drive
7: architecture. Uh, talk about that choice. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of historically what we've been about here on this. I mean, and a lot of it is, is the engineers did such a great job. We didn't want to add the extra weight, the extra complexity, the extra cost that's associated with an all-wheel drive, and the team does such a good job. You don't even realize this is a front-wheel drive, really, when you get out. I mean, yes, when you push to extremes, but it's amazing what the teams have been able to do as a front-wheel drive, but again, it allows us to make it simpler and, and like I said, lighter weight uh, we're the basically the you know best power to weight ratio in the whole category, so there's there's some positives about doing that yeah yeah it's uh, it's got
0: a limited slip differential in front uh, um, uh, very highly engineered suspension, so yeah the the, the car handles beautifully uh, in turns not a lot of push the The engine in this car also is bespoke. To the Civic lineup, uh, I believe. Uh, talk about that, and what, what what do you do to a, uh, a four
7: a two-liter uh, four-cylinder to make it produce 315 horsepower? Yeah, that's uh, that's the challenges of the team. I mean, you yeah, know, I have to give kudos to our racing technology with Honda. I mean, they they basically are constantly looking for ways to you know improve the powertrain. Um, you know as far as making sure they get the proper the turbine the speeds to turn um, on the compressor and in the turbine and also get the adequate air um, and the compression uh, in there so again it's 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 pays kind of an homage to our racing team that really helps contribute to that overall. Do, do you find that
0: uh, we have Ryan Eversley uh, uh, with us uh, here out at the racetrack, very accomplished uh, sports car racer, uh, races uh, uh, the, the the Honda Civic Type R in the in the TCR IMSA uh, series? Do, do you find uh, um, that that feedback from folks like Eversley and from the race programs really do help you develop the Type R production car?
7: Yeah, anybody who drives it, I think really that helps i mean because it's it's kind of the, it's kind of the proof in the pudding you know you get someone out there that's driving it and they're i think most people are amazed about what this car can do and again as we go back to the front wheel drive aspect of it of of how a car is able to perform the way it does being a front wheel drive um again it's just kind of a amazing what the what the team's been able to do in that respect but yeah i mean things that are just Anybody who gets a car on the track or actually professional drivers, you know, we were in Austin a, a couple, three weeks ago where we had some of the F1 guys and they, you know, they, they're they very impressed with the car. So, yeah, that's very important and, and I think the team really looks that is, is really important feedback also. Yeah.
0: The the uh, uh, Type R has uh, uh, quickly become a legend in the in the U.S., only been here uh, now for the second generation, but when people talk about hot hatches, this is one of the top cars that they mention. Uh, there's a pretty good spread in terms of, uh, of pricing. You guys were sort of in the middle at about $38,000 with the first gen. I'd say the segment sort of runs from a $32,000 WRX to a uh, to a uh, forty five forty six thousand golf tar, type R. This is priced a little higher now at about forty five thousand uh, uh, dollars.
7: Talk about that. Uh, yeah, we you know we figured we still a great value when you think about the what the type R is about. I actually think the previous car we we were kind of uh, we were actually kind of low on the price when you think about relative to what we offered. We had to, such a phenomenal price value, but we still offer I think the best price value in the segment. I mean, you're not going to find a better driving car. It's a daily drive. Driver. It's got a lot of new features, new technology, so um, it fits right in the ballpark of what this car is all about, and really delivers. And, and just actually, I think you, when you get out and drive this car and see what it's has offer, you really almost look at it as it is as probably the best value of all those. Yeah.
0: I think you got to like red too. We're, we're, there's a lot of red in this interior, the uh, the red seats. But um, what, what's uh, what, what's the reaction from your customers? I mean, they they, is, they they really love this
7: red. Has that become a signature with the car? Yeah, the, 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 the red is really a signature. And I think even What we've seen here is um, the initial impression, especially when we get the journalists in and they first see the red seats and then the red carpet and the red floor mats, it's like, ah, we love this, we love this. So it's very, very positive. It's iconic Type R, and I think that's something that really helps set it apart. You know, you get the red on the steering wheel. Um, You know, it's just something that's been associated with Type R, and, and it really, really, really resonates well with everyone.
0: Well, Dan, thanks for uh, bringing us out here to Sonoma Raceway. Uh, great place to be uh, with the Type R, and, and we're really excited to have
7: uh, the Civic Type R here for 2023. I appreciate it, thanks very much, and have a fun time driving on the track.
8: Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference and it craves quality materials to build, repair and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff.
4: Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5.
3: WADL gets a facelift and is now My Thirty Eight Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law and Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My Thirty
5: Eight. My 38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My 38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at mikez at WordNetwork.org. This excludes political ads.
3: 63 910 the superstation detroit's only african-american talk radio
0: all right this is henry payne down at uh daytona motor, motor speedway great place to be on a friday afternoon and we're testing the uh all-new Porsche 963 hybrid GTP car. is going to debut here at the 24 Hours of Daytona in January. We're joined by Dane Cameron, who is one of the uh, drivers of this uh, machine. Dane, how are you?
9: Not too bad. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, great to uh, see you down here. It's, it's a pretty exciting moment, isn't it? First, uh, first time the car is t- uh, tested at Daytona, uh, looking ahead to next year's 24 Hour.
9: Yeah, certainly uh, significant Test for us obviously uh Daytona is one of the marquee events in uh, in sports car racing so it's uh you know, it's kind of the Super Bowl race for for the IMSA calendar, so uh, probably the highest priority. It's also one of the most difficult, being that it's a 24-hour race, and it's also the very first race. So this car's first, you know, official race appearance is going to be a 24-hour event at the, the most important race to everybody. So certainly tough. So it's uh, it's good to be here now, and uh, you know, kind of see how the car gets on with it. And we're still in the uh, you know development phases of this project, but um, yeah, we'll see see how it goes.
0: Yeah, and, and it's really—you've uh, you, been around motor racing a long time. This—this uh, this seems like a very, uh, a very uh, compressed uh, development cycle. You got multiple teams uh, racing a spec car, uh, as you say, trying to get this ready for a 24-hour race. Is this different than anything else you've been involved in?
9: Uh, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. And. You know, a lot of a lot of ways, it's very similar. What makes this unique now is it's a uh, you know a hybrid car, which is very unique and brings with it its own set of challenges, and it's kind of new to, to quite a lot of us. New to me, first time in a in a hybrid motorsport car. So, trying to figure all that out. Um, but yeah, in, in today's motorsport world of you know these sort of more spec and more homologated cars, you know they're a little more frozen in their their development. So. Um, a lot of work is done in the background now, simulator, computer-wise, and when the car is sort of born, it's most of the way finished, and you're just kind of fine-tuning. Uh, but it also being that once the car is done and, and what we call homologated, which you know basically means it's sealed in a, in a way, you need to get it right. You know, so there's a lot of pressure on the front side of the project to make sure that you have a very, very quick race car, and you're and you're happy with what you produce because. Uh, Once that sort of stamp is on the car, it's quite difficult to undo some of those things. So you need to get it right, right from the get-go and um, yeah, the hybrid component. Even though that spec, um, you know, provides uh, quite a big set of challenges to the, to the staff.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, suppliers involved uh, putting this thing together. You, you're coming out of uh, current DPI racing. You and Felipe Nasser are the two uh, sports guy, sports car guys, coming into this uh, program. Uh, Felipe from um, uh, was racing Cadillac. You're racing Acura. Uh, how different? How different is it coming in with uh, Penske Motorsport?
9: Uh, I've had a stand with Penske before in the Acura program, so uh, very familiar in a lot of the surroundings, so a lot of familiar faces from uh, our time there in that campaign, so that's fun. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, for, for Felipe and I, we bring kind of a the, the pr- little bit more of the prototype experience, even though we're new to the Porsche family. Um, but again, this is a different project, a different rule set, different category. Um, you know, the, the targets for regulations are quite a bit different now. Uh, you know, the weight of the cars has gone up, the power of the cars has gone up, uh, but the downforce levels have gone down. So it's a little bit different way it produces lap times compared to the, the very high downforce DPI cars. Um, but still, a good, a good car to drive, and, and we're learning more about it all the time.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I forgot that, that you were with uh, Penske Acura. So you've been in the Penske bubble uh, before. You're a American boy, uh, California boy, I think. Um, what, what's it mean to race for uh, Roger Penske?
9: Uh, it's quite an honor to, to, to drive for Roger. Um, I was very happy, very proud to race for him before, to win races, win a championship for him before. It's something I think everybody, you know, desires to achieve when you're younger. Uh, and it's really special to be back for a second stint, to be asked to come back and, and join the program. And um, quite an honor to, to join Porsche, who I have a lot of respect for, you know, in their motorsport heritage. So um, for me, that kind of marriage was, was really perfect and was something I really wanted to be involved in. So, yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, Roger's actually here at the test, so he's, um, you know, if anyone has ever crossed with him before, you know, his, his level of dedication to anything he puts his name on to. So he's been popping up to a bunch of tests and checking in on us and making sure we have everything we need and everything's going the right way.
0: Yeah, he must be in the air all the time it's, it's amazing uh, how he keeps track of all his properties but uh, racing's clearly a passion for him it's at the core of his company and what, what drives him uh, that must be inspiring to just uh, to, to see to see him so involved
9: oh absolutely absolutely it's really impressive just as you say how he keeps everything straight in the day as many different directions as he's getting pulled but uh, at the end of the day yeah the, the motorsport is really kind of the, the main pillar of, of what he does and, and you know drives everything forward so uh, it's really great to see his passion for everything that we do and his support for sure. So it's a, it's a pleasure.
0: Our listeners, I think, can hear in the background uh, the V8 uh, fired up on this uh, 963. And um, so uh, uh, we're getting ready to go out to, on, on track and test. Um, uh, the, the big goal here is Daytona 24-hour, Le Mans 24-hour. You're going to be involved in, in, in both races?
9: Uh, I'd like to think so. We'll see. Uh, we're still kind of shaking through all the – the um the driver programs and pairings and uh, where everybody's going to go but uh yeah I'm hoping to uh, to drive the car as much as I can next year. I'm getting a signal here from Frank.
4: We have 10 minutes uh, with Roger. So we're going
0: to go up. Oh inside the okay. well, oh, good. We'll uh, we'll get a little time with Roger Penske here in a minute. Uh but uh sticking here with uh Dane Cameron always good to talk to uh Roger uh, uh Dane you've uh, just talk about the uh, the process of coming in um with the uh, with with this car, how much time uh, do you spend this in, in the simulator? Uh, talk us through the development process a little bit.
9: Uh, yeah, pretty pretty intensive. We've done quite a lot of track running all around the world. Uh, trying to take off as many race tracks as we can you know get different exposure every different track poses a different challenge simulators are quite predominant Uh, so Porsche has quite a quite a high-end one in Germany that we've been using to develop the car so before and after the test we use a simulator Um, you know on track running there's no substitute for that so um, yeah it's 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 pretty intensive for sure we're trying to cover uh, quite a lot of ground in a short amount of time.
0: Dane great talking with you and uh, good luck at Daytona.
9: Yep thanks so much.
0: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule,
4: changing the world one life at a time.
1: I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not. But I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy.
4: Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5.
0: All right. This is Henry Payne with 9:10 a.m. The superstation down at the Detroit Auto Show during uh, Public Week. uh, Great place to be. Come on down. Check out the show. Got all all the latest stuff from the uh, the Big Three. And uh, speaking of the Big Three, we got Scott McLaughlin with us, uh, who's with the Chevy Penske team. Scott, how are you? Good. How are you? Great to uh, have you down here, putting a little international into the North American International Auto Show. We don't have a lot of international uh, automakers here with the show this year, but uh, you're here all the way from uh, Hamilton, New Zealand, yeah. checking out the Detroit show uh, for the first time. What, what do you think?
10: Oh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I've been used to some stuff over uh, down under, you know, with the auto shows back down there, which are similar size, but, you know, this is this is big. Obviously, you've seen the new EV technology from Chevy and, and um, all the brands for that matter. Matter. It's pretty impressive. You can see where the world's going in the next few years, which is important. And uh, you know, to see this firsthand is, is great. But um, yeah, I don't spend enough time here in Detroit. You know, it's Roger Penske's hometown, obviously. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here enough.
0: Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing uh, more of you next year as the Grand Prix comes yeah. downtown, and that, that's why you're here to promote uh, next year's Detroit Grand Prix. We're at the Detroit uh, Grand Prix stand here, uh, out in the lobby of the, of Huntington Place uh, down down here, and you've got uh, you've, you've taken a lap around the track. Uh, your first impressions are good.
10: Yeah, look, I think it's on paper. You look at it, and it's like, oh, that's that's a little boring. But then you get out on track, and you see, like, you know, how wide it is. You see, you know, the character and the, and and, and the, the the monuments that we go past, the Renaissance Center and, and stuff like that. It's going to be a really cool race. I think it's going to be a very unique race. I think uh, it's going to have a lot of buzz about it. You know, 55% of the the track is free for people, so I think it's not only going to be great for IndyCar, but I think it's going to be great for Detroit. Um, so like, I'm really really excited to be a part of it and you know having chevy be a part of it and supporting it you know obviously in the motor city it's, it's a big deal so it, but we love we love belle isle we did and it was a lot of fun but at the same time it was time to move on and I, and I think this is a great place to do it downtown to detroit it's going to create a lot of buzz and i'm excited to be a part of it
0: yeah it's different it's fresh uh, i mean coming from the uh, from the aussie supercar series I, I assume you guys were doing street courses yeah. uh, does it uh, remind you of anything back home
10: uh, it's hard to say there's a place called Homebush. Uh, it, it, it used to go around the uh, Olympic Stadium in Sydney. Um, that, they're very similar, very, like you know, sort of 90-degree sort of hairpin turns, um, you know, lots of passing opportunities, a little bit of gradient as well that, that you know, you sort of went up and down a little bit, um, you know, undulation. So it's it's uh, it's got a lot of character, and I think that's exactly what we need on a street circuit, especially in IndyCar series. It's going to be there's some sparks flying, and it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, and I'm always intrigued, too, just about uh, the nexus here, not only between the Grand and the Detroit Auto Show, but, but the manufacturers. I mean, you're, you're racing an IndyCar, uh, a tremendous uh, series. I, I think the best open wheel racing in the world. Yeah. Uh, but 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 you're also representing uh, Roger Penske, who's a local, local corporation here. You're representing uh, Chevrolet. You have Chevrolet engines behind you, competing against uh, Honda. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that part of your job as being a brand representative?
10: Yeah, look, I think the last few years of my job in Australia, you know, I represented a manufacturer there, and then coming here to be a Chevy driver it was um you know it's been a it's been an awesome uh you know introduction into you know what is probably chevy's one of the, like you said the big three you know it's part of the part of that whole thing so seeing that firsthand and and being a part of that family is pretty cool and seeing what you know what resources they put behind being fast on the racetrack but not only being fast but learning what they need to do for their road cars is pretty important also awesome to see firsthand um roger asks a lot of us you know we promote sport we promote his brands we promote you know his town uh um, um, and and but that's that's part of being a Penske driver. I wouldn't want to drive for anyone else. So he's a he's a he's a top-notch guy and and someone that's um, you yeah, for what he's achieved in in sport and uh, in business. He's very down to earth and and just a really nice guy.
0: Yeah, I mean he's, he's very much a part of this town. Uh, very humble man. Uh, uh, yeah. He, he's got a Midwest qualities to him. I uh, mean you've spent a lot of time uh, in the Midwest. Uh, are you living in Indianapolis? Uh, I'm living in uh,
10: Charlotte, North Carolina, but. Um, we are sort of thinking about moving to Indianapolis it's just for it, a lot of our races are around there
3: um, I- The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000 and we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative seen all around the world we bring you the best teaching impartation singing and inspiration if you want original programming we have that too The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration and we can be found on every device. Imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the word network.
5: Nine ten AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. Two hundred spots for five hundred dollars, but they must air with their thirty day policy. That is only two dollars and fifty cents per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248 357 or email at mikez at WordNetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Attention,
4: do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. so when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up you won't budge an inch until you hear that click never give up until they buckle up a message from the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council for more information visit safercar.gov slash kids buckle up
3: when i grow up i want to be a new pair of blue jeans when i grow up I want to be a kid's first computer.
0: I want to be a a bike
3: that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
9: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. The
5: 910 AM app has been integrated with Alexa and is now live in the App Store. To use 910 AM on your Alexa device, you can say Alexa commands in two ways. If your Fire TV device has a microphone button, you can hold down the microphone button to say the commands. If you've linked your Echo or Echo Dot to your Fire TV, you can use the trigger word Alexa without pushing your microphone buttons to say commands. Start listening to 910 AM
3: Superstation now from the comfort of your home. WADL gets a facelift and is now My38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law and Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My38.
0: To him, I mean, you've spent a lot of time uh, in the Midwest. I, I, are you living in Indianapolis? Uh, I'm living
10: in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, but um, we are sort of thinking about moving to Indianapolis just for it, a lot of our races around there. Um, I can, you know, I mean, if I want to, I can drive to Detroit quite easily. I can drive to St. Louis. I can drive Barbara to one of our races in Alabama. Um, you know, it, it's a bit of a central point for us, um, so there's there's a bit of consideration there for me and my wife. But the only thing that I struggle with is actually the cold, <laughs> so it's a little bit. Colder in Indianapolis, like kind of like Detroit. Uh, not maybe not like Detroit, but it, it's know uh, yeah, something that I'm not used to. So that, that that takes a little bit to get used to. That's
0: yeah, so why a lot of people are moving to North Carolina in this country, not, not just you. Um, so uh, you know we're we're at this show, first Detroit show. You, you mentioned that uh, Melbourne's got a big show in Australia. Uh, compare the U.S. auto culture to the Australian auto culture. I mean, both both fanatical about auto racing, but uh, how are they? Similar. How are they different? Oh, look, I
10: think Australia Australia's taken a little bit more of a backseat the last few years because they have ceased a lot of their operations there um, so they're importing a lot of the cars now instead of manufacturing them, um, so a lot of their plants have closed down, so the, the the ultimate automotive landscape has changed a bit, it's still very popular, it's still um, a big deal, but there's a lot more imports coming in now where you have your Mustangs or you have your Silverados, you have your Camaros your know, Corvettes, whatever um, you know, they're something that wasn't available before uh, because we had our Holdens I don't know if you know the Holden and Ford and you know, but they all were basically, specific cars for the Australian market.
0: Ford Falcon over there. you had the Holden Holden Commodore.
10: Yeah, exactly. And so now that they're not built, we're getting a lot of the you know the, the American type stuff now rolling into the uh, into the market, which. You know, I think it's good for continuity and, and good for you know the the country and down under moving forward just to you know get up with the times and move with the world and you know get to cars that are available all over the world now instead of just being stuck in their own little bubble. But um, yeah, it's 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 definitely definitely a different landscape. It's cool to be in the Motor City like uh, like this is obviously the birthplace of many things and uh, you know to be here and, and to be representing Chevy is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: Gr- growing up, were you a V8 guy? I mean, uh, you know, America. Uh, you know, you know, you go to you go to Europe. There aren't a lot of V8s there, but I go to Australia, and uh, there there's a, there's a V8 vibe there, just like there is in the United States. Because, like you say, the the Detroit Three have been in Australia for a long time. Yeah. Did you when you were growing up, growing up as a as a
2: kid? Yeah.
0: Did you crave V8s?
10: Oh yeah. I mean, uh, it's hard not to because over there the sport is the national sport for motor racing is the V8 supercars. So and that's what I raced in down there, and um, so I grew up idolizing just V8 supercars. And being a V8, and my dad had V8, and, and my mum had a V8, like everyone did. So it's definitely like the landscape's changing as the world is. But uh, you know, my heart's always with like, the V8, or uh, um, and and the old, you know, the old Holden Commodores with the HSV, which is the Holden Special Vehicles, which is their, their top of the line brand, which is which is an awesome, awesome piece of machinery. Those cars. Yeah,
0: the, uh, we were hanging out on the auto show, going through the Chevy display. Uh, yeah, a lot of lot of muscle there, both electric and. Uh, and internal combustion. Uh, we stopped by the uh, Chevrolet Corvette yeah. Z06 exhibit. Um, that's a car. I think that you can win next year if you win the Indy 500. That's
10: right. You know, every year someone wins the Indy 500, they get the the Chevy Pace car, the Z06, and uh, you know, or the Z, yeah, whatever. And it's uh, it's um, yeah, very something that I'd want to put my hands on. Uh, apparently, it doesn't come with the lights and stuff, but you can get them retrofitted. I'll be doing that if I win it, because I want to have the lights and everything go around town. And yeah, you know, had the sirens and everything going.
0: <laughs> and, I, and I think later today you get your first—you get to drive it for the yeah. first time. You guys are going out to Milford, uh, uh, preparing for the charity event here uh, next year. And I, and I think you're—you're going to be uh, one of the one of the auction items.
10: Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm taking uh, uh, Multi Maddox actually bought this through the, the Grand Premier, um, so obviously going to a really good cause. And you know it was awesome to you know be able to come here and do that and to drive a 2023 you know Z06 is pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah, might, might get a little taste of what maybe I might own one day. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's going to be a great afternoon. That's, a, that's an awesome track out there at Milford, uh, great place to uh, test the Z06 for the first time. Yeah. So, um, uh, Scott, you, you you had a tremendous year this year, uh, breakthrough year, but uh, you're Rookie of the Year last year, coming over here to the United States for the first time. Uh, that had to be a, a big adjustment for you coming from uh, GT cars going to, to uh, uh, Formula cars. But my kids and I watched you on Twitch before you ever, you know, during the COVID season, we watched you, and you were so good on Twitch. Uh, did, did did you find that that uh, helped expand your your uh, your fan base coming into the US?
10: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I did the IndyCar challenge and uh, and and yeah, broadcasted on Twitch. That's what we did. And I can, uh, I don't, I don't stream anymore, but it was a good way, yeah, for for Americans to sort of understand who I was and get to know me. I mean, a lot more people sort of know who I am now after winning here, but, like, certainly just to get an introduction to people, you know, know who my personality is and stuff, that was a big thing. Um, But, like, moving to America, you know, I probably picked the worst time to do that. Like, it was just, like, the COVID and, um, I mean, there was elections going on, there was stuff going on everywhere. Um, You know, but I'm so happy I'm here. You know, this is the big leagues for me, and, and I've always wanted to be here ever since I was a kid. You know, I've just grown up idolizing America and wanted to be a supercar driver first and I did what I wanted to achieve there I won a championship and I won you know I won a, the Bathurst 1000 which is our Indianapolis 500 for instance and then you know the opportunity to come here to drive for Roger Penske is pretty pretty awesome especially in his Indycar team you know and and uh, yeah, to be a part of this the race in all different cities Detroit you know we go to Toronto we go you know everywhere it's pretty awesome and um, yeah it's definitely a dream come true yeah
0: the other thing you know, were we talking about the the V8s and the, the sort of the Detroit connection between the United States and Australia, there, there does seem to be an attraction here. We, Scott Dixon obviously yeah. uh, enormously successful in this market. Yeah. As a New Zealander, you're following in his uh, in, in, uh, footsteps. Uh, a lot of times, uh, American drivers you hear them talking about going to Europe, or going to F1. Yeah. In, in Australia, New Zealand, is there a lot as, as much talk about coming to North America as there is about Europe?
10: Look, I think it's it's split pretty well um, about people wanting to go to F1 or something, but I definitely think the last few years seen the 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 you know how intense and and good the competition is in the IndyCar. Um, you know, I think that's that's what's you know exciting everyone down under. And I think there's a lot of Kiwi drivers, a lot of Aussie drivers that are now switching their focus if they want to go to open wheelers or be in America, switching to IndyCar. Um, you know, I think it's 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 such a great format of racing. I think the country itself is awesome. You know, it's, it's really cool to be here. It's not too much different to Australia, New Zealand. You know, America is very similar the culture-wise. And you know, it's a big shift going to Europe. You know, I to Europe for Christmas last year and it was just it was it's a different world there you know and um, you know, being here in America even my wife said when she moved to Australia she really felt like it was very similar to Australia to to
8: you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce typically supplements are synthetic made in a laboratory modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals but your body isn't fooled It knows the difference and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff.
4: Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5.
5: My 38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My 38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at mikez at WordNetwork.org. This excludes political ads.
6: patents we also offer services including 3d modeling and animation demonstrating your idea prototyping services and we use state-of-the-art technology to show Vent help client ideas to additional companies join the thousands of
0: just going to run this dog to see if we can
1: find any type of uh,
0: human remains that are left